Hello, this is Father Randy Sly with another installment of Day by Day, where each day we take a look at a reading from Holy Scripture found in the Daily Mass. And today is Saturday of the 31st week in Ordinary Time. But today is also a memorial, a memorial for St. Martin of Tours. Now, there was another St. Martin last week, and that was St. Martin de Porras. Uh, from Lima, Peru. But St. Martin of Tours is someone different, and uh, I'd encourage you to look him up and see the mighty ways in which God used him in the history of the church. Also, today's Veterans Day, so as a Navy Vietnam veteran myself, I want to say to all other veterans, thank you for your service. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, I tell you, make friends for yourselves with dishonest gain, so that when it fails, you will be welcomed into eternal dwellings. The person who is trustworthy in very small matters is also trustworthy in great ones, and the person who is dishonest in very small matters is also dishonest in great ones. If, therefore, you are not trustworthy with dishonest wealth, who will trust you with true wealth? If you are not trustworthy with what belongs to another, who will give you what is yours? No servant can serve two masters. He will either hate one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God or mammon. The Pharisees, who loved money, heard all these things and sneered at him. And he said to them, You justify yourselves in the sight of others. But God knows your hearts, for what is of human esteem is an abomination in the sight of God. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Well, today we have another head-scratcher on top of the parable yesterday, uh, taking off from this parable uh, where we have this dishonest steward Now he talks about what to do with wealth. And interestingly, he calls it dishonest wealth. Uh, More literally, uh, in the original Greek, it would be called the mammon of iniquity. In other words, worldly value, worldly wealth. And he says, make friends for yourselves with dishonest wealth, so that when it fails, you will be welcomed into eternal dwellings. What he's talking about here is that dishonest wealth is called that because if you allow wealth to take you captive, it will lead you to places of greed. It will lead you to other places where money becomes the root of everything. And as Jesus says in another place, uh, the love of money is the root of all evil. Not money, but the root, but the love of money is the root. So here we have a challenge, and that challenge is to make friends with it. In other words, to make sure that you have tamed this area of your life. By making friends, he's saying that you're the one who is in control of the situation, that wealth is is just uh, something that you uh, can control, uh, you can dominate. It does not have possession of you as you may have possession of it. And that's a very important concept for all of us to think about, is that we have to learn how to 
navigate properly in the world in which we are found, the secular world, that making friends is not that we become like it, but that we do not allow it to make us like it. And uh, so it's a a, a really uh, challenging thing for us to work on because the ultimate goal is to be entrusted with true wealth. Well, what's true wealth? It's the kingdom of God. It's becoming a part of the riches that God has for us, not only in this world, but in the next. And so the the wealth that he is talking about is the wealth of of our souls, the richness that dwells there through grace, through forgiveness, as we find our souls redeemed from sin and brought to a place of forgiveness through the death of Jesus Christ on the cross, through his passion and his death. And so uh, this, again, is a, a challenge for us. We can't serve two masters, as Jesus is saying here. You either hate the one and love the other or devoted to one and despise the other. So you can't serve God and mammon. One has to be the leader. The other has to just be our servant, be subservient to what we desire in the world. And, of course, the call is for God to be the one that we serve, and mammon is the one that serves us. And, uh, again, the Pharisees sneered at him. And, uh, you know, they made fun of him because they did like their wealth. As you may remember in other places, he talked about how they liked their places of prominence. Uh, They liked to be paraded in front of people. They liked the head table. They liked all of that. They liked money. They liked the prosperity that came with the office. And this can happen to people. That's why we have to be so careful, no matter who we are or what we're about, that we tame the worldliness that can captivate us, especially in the area of wealth, of money, and such things as that. And as Jesus says here, this is a a wonderful challenge for all of us. You justify yourselves in the sight of others, but God knows your hearts. And I think that is something that we have to constantly remember, is that what we are looking for is a work of the heart, not a work of the mind or a work of the flesh where we desire to have riches and glory and fame and all that. But God desires to do a work in our heart where the true riches dwell, the richness of his love, the richness of his life, and the richness of his uh, devotion to us. So may the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts together be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. Well, I think uh, one of the takeaways from today is just the whole idea of taking an inventory of your life. And it's it, this is a very simple examination, and it has to do with how we handle ourselves in the presence of material possessions. Uh, what is called wealth here in uh, the original language is mammon, and so it can be more than just money. It, it can be anything that, that provides a worldly comfort to us. It can be materialism uh, and those types of things. Our wealth can also be uh, just our status that we can cash in for prerogatives in this world. And when we depend on those things, then we find ourselves 
uh, not being able to make friends with them, not taming them, but they then dominate us and uh, kind of take us under their wing and propel us in the direction that they want to go. So this is very, very uh, telling and very critical for us to work on, that we can make friends with this world. We can tame the lures of the world, that then we can serve more mightily our God. So may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.